Hi everyone, it is Sunday, March 15th, and as per usual, let's start with the numbers. So, in terms of global confirmed cases, we are now at 156,400. That's an increase of around 2,900 from yesterday to today. So globally, an increase of 2,900 confirmed cases. In terms of the U.S., As of today, as of right now, on the John Hopkins tracker, there are 2,952 confirmed cases in the U.S. That is an increase of 464 cases over the last approximately uh, 24 hours. And finally, because I am Canadian and I've been looking at who's listening to this and it's a lot of my wonderful Canadian friends and family, the Canadian confirmed case number as of today is 252. That's an increase of 54 cases over the last approximate 24 hours. So those are the numbers for today, Sunday, March 15th. In terms of top news stories that I've been seeing over the last 24 hours, we have uh, the news that Trump has tested negative for coronavirus. Um, This next one I got from New York Times. Um, Spain has ordered all of its citizens to confine themselves to their homes. They are to leave only to buy food, to go to work if they're not able to work from home, uh, to seek medical care, or to assist elderly and others uh, in need within their community. And in only one day alone, they had an increase of 1,500 new cases in that one day. France also announced that they're closing all non-indispensable businesses, so things like restaurants, bars, movie theaters, they are all being shut. Louisiana, New York, and Virginia have reported their first deaths tied to the coronavirus, and that uh, those all three of those happened on Saturday. And New York-related Mayor Bill de Blasio has, until now, uh, refused to cancel classes uh, within New York City schools. And there's a lot of talk around that. There's a lot of pressure on him to close those. I haven't read far enough into that to have my own opinion on that right now because I know that there are a lot of uh, uh, circumstances to consider and a lot of, of, of repercussions that would happen with closing schools. So uh, I'm just telling you what I'm hearing that is in the news in regards to uh, the last 24 hours. Those are, those are like the top stories that I've been seeing. How am I feeling? So the reality of this, although I have been very well convinced of it and a believer in this for a long time, almost two months now, I would say, uh, the reality of it is uh, definitely starting to hit closer and closer to home. I now know of one person who has a family member who has a confirmed case. I have another friend whose friend has two direct family members, their mother and sister, who uh, have coronavirus right now, one of which is in Italy, uh, a younger woman who is, is struggling through it. 
So that's that feels real. Um, and also I have a friend who has asthma, which makes him a high-risk individual. And he found out that his office building here in New York this week, there is someone in that same office building who has tested positive for coronavirus. So those are some very real pieces of news that I've received within the last 24 hours. And uh, as I've mentioned, I think that 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 sort of information and that sort of like hard hitting reality about the situation that we're in is really only going to increase. So in terms of how I'm feeling, I still do think that we each need to be doing our part now more than ever in regards to social distancing. If you read this sort of information online and you're feeling like it doesn't apply to you or you feel like it's nonsense, I would urge you just to have a conversation with someone that is posting this sort of information so you can learn a little bit more around the reasons that social distancing is of the utmost importance right now. This isn't a time for people to be getting in fights about opinions. Quite literally, it's it's factual and it has been for a long time, but now more than ever, if we do not act now and practice social distancing, it could cost people their lives. And that and that's the reality of it. And we need to be talking this way because it's not fear-mongering, it's not creating panic, it is educating ourselves and those around us of the severity of the issue and the importance to things like social distancing. Okay, so in terms of how I'm feeling, that those are some real things that are happening. What I did yesterday is I actually went on a bike ride because I haven't exercised uh, pretty much in a week and I could feel the anxiety building in my body. I could feel it in, in my cells. I just felt a little jittery. So um, I got on my bike. I rode up to Central Park. I did a loop of the park. It was like, you know, I wouldn't say it was busy, but it, there were definitely people there. Um, but I didn't see huge crowds of people all together, which was really good. And uh, following my ride in Central Park, I rode back down to Washington Square Park to meet up with a friend of mine, and he grabbed some beers, and we had a beer in a park. Oh, is are, are the police going to come for me? Because I was public drinking. Hopefully not. Anyway, so we were having a drink in the park, and uh, and you know this is a friend of mine that I talk to pretty frequently. We work together, and. I don't know, just the just the tone between us. We both have great senses of humor and uh it just feels very real and that it felt that way in the conversation. I think the thing that both of us sort of landed on was a this is going to be really interesting to see differing of opinions because this is such a an unknown experience for all of us. So so let's all try our best to practice patience and compassion for those around us, but make sure that everyone is being accurately educated on the realities of the situation. Uh, and then our conversation was also just around like the longevity of this, being really unsure about how long is all of this going to go on for? And it may sound insensitive to say like, you know, all of this go on for, but again, I'm just, I'm just, this is like me as if I'm journaling into a book. I, I, this is how I'm sort of trying my best to process it. And I do believe that New York City is, and I hope, I hope we are headed towards a lockdown just like Italy. And that might sound extreme, but I think we need that. And the reason I think that we need that is people are still out going to restaurants and going to bars. And I said this yesterday, it blows my mind. 
I cannot believe the audio clip I'm about to share with you. There's a bar a few doors down from the building that I live in that when I got back from my bike ride and I was about to go inside, I I thought to myself, you cannot, you can't write this sort of thing. Um, I had to record the audio take a listen to this is the song that the the band the live band was playing to the packed bar uh in the east village last night Yes, you heard that correctly. A packed bar in the East Village with a live band singing what I believe to be called the coronavirus blues. Hilarious, isn't it? It's so funny. <laughs> I, I, I honestly, like, you can't, you can't write this shit. When I was about to go into my building last night, I was like, I need to record this. Because that's the reality, I'm telling all of you. These bars and these restaurants, they're still packed. Not only are they packed, but that is what's happening inside of them. Oh my gosh. So dumb. Just so dumb. Anyway, moving on. I'm trying to keep all of these... uh, journals or episodes to around like eight minutes. I'm going a little over today. I want to wrap up uh, today's update with a kind of magical moment that did happen yesterday in Washington Square Park. There is a pianist that comes to the park that brings a grand piano and he was playing beautiful music for everyone last night. So, So I want to wrap up today with playing you his answer to a question I asked him and then followed by how he wrapped up one of his sets with one of my favorite songs of all time. Okay, I hope you all enjoy and I will talk to you soon. Why are you still coming to the park to do this? What do you feel it brings to the life of New Yorkers right now? Uh, I think when it comes to... Uh, keeping people feeling good and calm and when it comes to like taking stress out of people's lives it's extremely difficult like uh, it's something that generally people have to do on their own and if they can't do it on their own then then they're just stressed out people and they have to deal with it it's very hard to figure out what people can put into other people's lives to actually like legitimately take stress out of people's lives um but music definitely does it anxiety panic panic and this des- feelings of desperation are definitely improved with uh with music music gives people like a sense of security 
And so that's something I enjoy doing, and I enjoy playing the piano. And uh, it's actually something that when I practice a lot, I get better. And so when it comes to finding work, it's you have to like uh, find something that you enjoy doing, like you enjoy giving, and people actually value. Sometimes the things that you enjoy giving, people don't value, and so you don't make any money. But uh, this is the best thing I could I could figure out for myself. Um, question number two. I think that's beautiful. I don't need to ask a second yes. question. <laughs> Thanks, Colin. It's beautiful. Thank you so much. My this is a piece by Claude WC. He's called Claire de Lune. I play this piece all the time. Um, it's, uh, it's really beautiful. Um, I mean, I'll be up front with you guys. This is probably going to be the, the greatest moment of your lives. Um, so, hope you enjoy it while it lasts. Um, if anybody wants to leave a donation, there's buckets. The Venmo name is at everything will be okay. Okay, just two letters, not the not the full full word.